Writing Easy, a podcast that takes the task of writing, which sometimes isn't easy, and tries to make it just a little bit easier. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Today, we talk about yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wonder, did they change it to like, you know, l'année de si, l'année de oui? I don't, that's all the languages I know how to speak. Oh, I don't know. I should. I I'm feel like sure I should they, look that up now. <laughs> I think, yeah. Hi. That's that's yes in Japanese, but I don't know how to say the year of in Japanese. Uh, ya. Da. Si. Ano de si. Yeah, ano. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, so for those of you who are um, speak other languages, you will probably have detected that we are today. We are going to be talking about the year of yes. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> funny to us, maybe not funny to anyone else. Doesn't matter. Our podcast. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our regular listeners will probably know I'm a huge fan of Shonda Rhimes. and what? Yeah, surprising. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> huge fan of Shonda Rhimes. Um, have been a fan since Grey's Anatomy. And I had been following her for a while before this book came out and like really frustrated that I didn't know very much about her. She's incredibly private. And this book, Year of Yes, came out in 2015. Um, and it really did change my life. It's, it's one of these wow. like books that um, really resonated with me very deeply and has become sort of a guiding mantra or philosophy at how I approach writing, how I approach um, my life in general, because I was very much in a space that she was in. So just a recap of what the book is about. Um, it's essentially um, her being an introvert, like many writers, getting a lot of anxiety about social activities and settings and finding that very stressful. And she was having a conversation at Thanksgiving with her older sister in which she was relaying all of the things that people had been asking her to do that she had been saying no to, that she couldn't do because she didn't have time. And at this point, she had Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder were all in the air. And she was like, I don't have time to do these things. I can't do these things. I can't possibly do these things. And her, Right, right. <laughs> you know, time management, priorities, family, mother. Um, yeah. So... She was going on venting like many of us have done and like a sister, like only a sister can do. <laughs> she was like, her sister was like, you always say no to everything. And she said it in that kind of tone that was like judgy and like, this isn't a problem. <laughs> and like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing it. And it really oh, resonated family. with her. Right. And like, I've been that person. I've done that for my own sister <laughs> and she's done it for me. <laughs> Um, but I think it really hit her. And so then she started thinking about it and then went on this quest for a whole year to say yes, particularly to the things that scared her. Um, and the whole book is a reflection of that journey. And you can really now see how that has also, again, elevated her career because now she has a very active um, presence. She's got classes. She's done commencement speeches and all of these other activities because of her willingness to say yes um, and really conquer some of her fears. Oh, that's so exciting. And that's really brave to just be like, yes, all right, I'll do it. I don't want to, but I know I should. And, and to, to take that, 
yeah, that's really, I'm, I'm really impressed. You pick good heroes. I picked John Lennon, who's amazing as an artist, but as a hey. hero, like to model your life at after, don't. You, you're much better at the hero picking than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very practical person. I'm like, I need very structured guidance. Yeah. Yeah, that's much better. So what are some of the things that she said yes to that she wouldn't have otherwise? Uh, there, there's a couple. Like, so um, she talks about doing the commence- commencement speech at Dartmouth, which mm-hmm. is her alma mater. And she was asked literally like a week after she made this declaration. Oh, She's shit, like, I'm yeah. terrified. Like, this is not something I want to do. Um, so that the book dedicates a lot of time and space to that. And it also includes her speech that she gave. Um, nice. She talks about, you know, meeting the Obamas and going to the White House. She talks about uh, Jimmy Kimmel doing an interview, like her first big well, I wouldn't say it was her first big interview, but she actually like was there for the whole Jimmy Kimmel episode. And they did this whole scandal thing and started this partnership where after every um, episode of Scandal, they would do like some special feature on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, nice. So like she talks about all of these different like opportunities that she had to be in the public spotlight in a way that terrified her. She talks about her weight and her journey to like find self-acceptance in her body and her appearance and her weight and to also lose weight and what that meant for her um, emotionally and, and physically. Yeah, especially um, in, in, in LA. Right. It, it's crazy how like the, the sizes aren't the normal sizes. Like they don't have that size. It's like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think the interesting thing here is like, she talks about um, also some like, anxiety and resentment because when she lost weight she would get all of these different compliments and like people would see her and treat her different so she had to come to terms with what that meant about like how people view others um and then like how to tell those stories in her writing so it it, i think it was transformative because she was living life more fully and then she Mm -hmm. was able to draw from that and put that in back into her writing and put it into her mentoring other writers that's really that's really cool. That and I imagine that not everything that she was saying yes to was a writing related thing. It sounds like if, if I my guess is that there were things that probably affected her writing that weren't. I mean, I guess the weight loss that sort of thing that's going to affect her life. Not you know you don't say oh, I'm going to lose weight for writing, but doing that going through that journey has helped her creatively as well. Yeah, and I think she also says that. Um, Oh, I cannot remember the name of the actress who plays Meredith and Grey's Anatomy, the lead actress there, um, had commented to her. And she's like, you "You are the head of this ship. Like, she's like, this does not work without you. And so she helped her change her perspective on her health um, in, in terms of like, if you're not healthy, if you're not here none of these other people have jobs. None of these other yeah. people work. Like all these people that you treat as your family and want to support and love, like we need you to be healthy too. Um, which is something I find myself telling my family right now in these times yeah. of like, I need you to be healthy and practice these things because I need you here and people's support yeah. um, relies on you. I think people don't always realize that, you know, that, that, you know, they think it's egotistical to assume that other people count on them, you know, be like, well, you don't need, like, I'm not that, you know, who's goes in like, well, I better take care of myself or these guys, but you know, the people who love you and the people you love, you know, you've got to take, taking care of yourself is taking care of them. So I can see that. That's deep. Yeah. 
She talks about family. Like, she has three daughters. She's a single wow. mom, although she Holy doesn't crap. like that term. But she, okay. <laughs> I, I think she doesn't like the term because she recognizes that she has a lot of money and privilege. And so she's not yeah. doing it in a, um, a way that many, many moms are or right. single parents are. Yeah. yeah, she gets help. She yes. has a lot of resources available to her. But she still has to be there emotionally. I mean, there are things that, that no one can do for her, mm-hmm. you know, or or things that she, she doesn't want other people to do for her, you know. So there's still a – it's still quite a uh, quite a big responsibility, quite a big demand. There's more to being a parent than just making lunches. And uh, especially when you're not the one making lunches, then there's sometimes there's more pressure on you, right, to, to be in your child's life – when you're not the one making lunch every morning, you know, and yes, making lunch in the morning to take to school. I, I did say that, right? Didn't screw that up at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, um, you know, it's interesting because she talks about saying yes to her kids and saying yes and how to balance the yeses. And when I tell people I love this book and they should try this year of yes or a month of yes, um, their reaction is like, well, I say yes to everything. I'm overburdened. I cannot say yes to one more thing. I need to know how yeah. to say no. And I yeah. think the key difference here is like saying yes to the things that matter, saying yes to the things that you're like mm-hmm. kind of excited about, but what stops you is really fear. Um, yeah. And the big lesson that she had was that like, if you say yes, like you'll find a way, like you don't have to have all the answers to say yes you don't have to have yeah. all the answers to say yes to writing a book, writing your first book. You just have to commit. You just have to say, I want to do this. And the, the answers, the information, the resources will come to you. Yeah, you'll figure it out yeah. as you go. I think that's an important thing to say is, is yeah, it's not about agreeing to do everything and becoming everyone's uh, everyone's bitch to do it. It's, it's about knowing what what's uh, what's important. And I think in order to do that, you have to do a little work to figure out what is important. Yeah. But there's a there's an expression in, in improv uh, that's follow the fear. So if you the thing that you're afraid of, go there. That's probably where you're going to find the best thing. So and I think that's very similar to this. It's, you know, you, you got to follow the fear as an artist. Don't let it stop you. Um, go where. In fact, actively seek it out, and that'll help. Yeah, and I love that, and I've been trying to do that more in my writing too. Follow the fear and say yes to like yeah. different things that come up because sometimes I'll get an idea and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I don't know enough science to write this novel, or I don't know, like I don't have the research, or I can't write a historical thing, yeah. which is what I'm doing right now. Um, and I'm like, why? Like I recognize that there's some fear that people are gonna realize I like I'm a hack, or I don't have this, or I didn't go to this school, and. Sometimes you got to just face that and go yeah. there because you're going to tell the most interesting story if you step into that fear. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to try it, man. You gotta, it, uh, art is not for wimps. There's Very another word that goes in that phrase, but um, I don't like it. So <laughs> say it that art is not for wimps. So you started to talk about it a little bit already, but what are some of the uh, things that you have said yes to as a result of reading this book? Well, the biggest thing I said yes to was moving to L.A. Yeah, I figured that was – that's, that's, that's hardcore, man. That's amazing. It was, it was hardcore, and it was, it was so funny because it was another Seton Hill alum. I was having lunch with them, and we were talking about a couple of other things. And I had kind of read this book and was like, I don't know if I can really do that, and I'll, like, I'll kind of half do it. 
And I talked about wanting to write TV and that I was trying to like just play around and take some online classes. And he was like, you should move to LA. And I'm like, why would I move to LA? That sounds horrible. (laughs) I don't want to move to LA. I'm like, I mean, I wanted two years ago, but I don't want to do that now. I can't do it. And like, I started feeling this like sense of like, that'd be really cool, but there's just no way in hell I could do that. Um, And it's impossible. And then usually the reaction when you talk to somebody about LA is like, or even New York, there's, they're like, it's so expensive. It's so dangerous. You don't want to do that. Like, because (laughs) they're not, I don't, I don't know what it is about those two cities, but like, that is the reaction I hear all of the time. It's dirty. It's expensive. You'll be homeless. Like, it's too competitive. Don't do that. And this person was like, no, like, I love LA. It's great. You're a great writer. You'd be fine. Like, go do it. You're young. You're single. Like, Go do it. Yeah. So I did. It took me a year and a half, but I did. Yeah, you did. That's awesome. Yeah, it's I I really um, admire you for that. Um, And now I have to start. Well, first of all, I think I need to read that book. And secondly, I need to start looking at what I am not saying yes to. What am I afraid of? I don't know. And it's hard, though. Like, I think it's hard right now because we're living in a time where no – Like, given social distancing and the quarantine, like, you're just hearing that over and over. Like, I can't go out. I can't do this. I can't go to this this conference in person. And um, that can be really limiting to your creativity. So I would encourage people, even in a small way, like right now, you can still say yes to taking a new class online, to learning a new hobby, to starting a new project, like a passion project. There's things you can say yes to and try and be really deliberate about giving yourself space to say yes to something yeah i think that's a really good point i mean like for me personally i have been i'm very fortunate in that i i don't really have that as an excuse i can't say like oh my life's been turned upside down because it it hasn't it hasn't been turned upside down at all i I work from home uh my my kids are are old enough to more or less just kind of take care of themselves for school and stuff so i you know i gotta just keep going i gotta keep going for it and i think i've been slipping into that too so obviously, you know, we don't want to say force yourself to do something you don't want to do, but, you know, you have to choose for yourself. You have to decide for yourself. But I think it's worth, you know, just being honest with yourself and, you know, you know the truth and you can tell. I mean, I'm sure that when your friend talked to you about uh, going to L.A., my guess, and tell me if I'm wrong here, you probably had like a very physical reaction to it. Yeah. You could feel that, you know, the, the immediate fear and but but excitement, too. Right. Like there was a, a feeling. Oh, yeah. There is and definitely a feeling. It is a very intense one. And you go, oh, I couldn't I couldn't possibly that that right there. Listen to that. That's that's an indicator that you've hit on something important. And uh, look for those, I would say. Yeah. All right. I think we're at about time for this episode. This is very inspiring. I hope you all I mean, I say go out, but I mean, you know, metaphorically, go out and find things to say yes to, find things to challenge yourself, find things to to grow and push yourself, because, yeah, this is not for wimps, Um, but you can do it. You really can. We believe in you. Yes, we do. So, uh, last thing. So, if you're enjoying this, this podcast, I hope you are. Oh, you are? Well, thanks. That's so great to hear. Hey, can you do me a favor then? Just a second. It'll take, won't take very long. Um, go to Apple Podcasts 
go to like the store part where you go to like find podcasts, look for our podcast, even though you're already probably subscribed to it, at least I hope you are. And there is where you can leave a review. Just put, you, know, you don't have to you know, write an essay or anything, but just to put a quick uh, couple stars, hopefully five, um, a couple nice words uh, would absolutely make our day and it really helps us. And then it also helps other people get this great resource that you were enjoying so very much. And uh, if you're not enjoying it, well, I'm sorry. We did our best. <laughs> we did. We tried. Yeah, you know, that's all you can do. And remember, everybody, that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.